Welcome to another episode of Fearless Founder, a series of talk show where we celebrate the journeys of first generation entrepreneurs powered by Leadflux MarTech. In today's episode, we're going to feature Mr. Ashish Narain Agarwal. He's an alumni of IIT Kanpur. He has been an integral part of real estate industry from past 20 years. He is a founder and CEO of Property Pistol. And the fun fact is in the spring of startup funding, they have been selling completely bootstrapped. So let me introduce Mr. Ashish Agarwal. Hi, Mayur. Hi, Hello, Ashish. How are you doing today? Good, good, Mayur. Very good. How about you? All right. So welcome to the show, uh, Fearless Founder, where we celebrate the journeys of first generation founder. And we I was reading about that, how you started Property Pistol and how you have been able to completely taking this as a bootstrap from past nine years. And in today's discussion, we are going to discover that what was your ups and downs? What was your life journey? What was your entrepreneur journey? So the audience is really excited to have you and to understand everything that you have gone through in past 10 years. Great. Great. Looking forward. Amazing. Amazing. So um, I have, you have been a, in the industry from almost like 20 years now. You have been a part of a founding team of Property Tiger. So what was your vision to start Property Pistol? So Property Pistol, we started with a vision to create a one-stop solution for real estate buyer. So if you look at the current uh, options, what a real estate buyer has, so they are very fragmented. Okay. Buyer does not have a trustworthy company where he or she can go and blindfoldedly they can do the transaction. Okay. So we want to create that trust factor in the industry, in the mind of the buyer. So our tagline says, no one targets your need better. Okay. That's and that's that is basically keeping in mind the buyer. So we are ensuring that we help buyer in shortlisting a property in a very quick time. Today, a buyer takes anywhere between one to two months to do a complete transaction. Okay. We want to enable that transaction in like, you know, a single day if the buyer is ready. So that is the type of efficiency we want to bring in the entire purchase cycle of properties. Oh, that's amazing. Like buying a property in one day is can be a dream for everybody. And yes. that's where you guys are adding value. That's amazing. And uh, I'm sure it's been nine years when you started, you definitely faced a lot of challenges in the early days. So yes. that point of time, I think real estate was also consolidating because there are, there are, it's as you feel that still a lot of fragmented at many, many places. So what kind of challenges did you guys face while we were actually building up this entire thing? So there were quite a few challenges which we faced initially. As you rightly said, we are bootstrapped. So first challenge we have always faced is balancing our growth with our cash flows. Yeah. We have always, from one or two people, we have now become 950 people. Amazing. So we have grown this without any external infusion of capital. So our challenge has always been to manage our cash flows and balance our growth. So that was our biggest challenge. 
second challenge which we felt was uh, you know we are trying to integrate the ecosystem stakeholders so the biggest stakeholder in the ecosystem is of course after buyer is the developer yes and then comes broker so when we started with integrating the brokers the major challenge we faced was you know brokers saying ki why should we trust you okay why should we align with you so it we it took us quite a few uh, you know months maybe a year or so to convince them and get them on board but once that journey started we grew exponentially and today we have 15000 brokers sharing their buyer data with us so we generate more than a lakh inquiries per month through brokers so i think that has been our biggest challenge and that has been the most rewarding of our achievements where we have instilled trust in the mind of the broker to share their data with us to give us their business to you know help us grow their business by uh, you know sharing their clients with us right right and as so there were major challenges which we faced and uh, of course you know challenges of sales challenges of collection so that is a part and parcel of any business right. so we faced all of that so um, as you also mentioned that any company who's run, who's going through a bootstrap phase and and doing this cash flow is one of the challenge but uh, i also want to understand that see when you are trying to create something definitely you have certain vision you are going through certain ideas that you have in mind and to back your ideas you need right kind of people with you that is one thing it could be a team member it could be an investor whatever who share the similar passion yes. vision with you so when you were actually building up this uh, maybe maybe a team because which is very important because the growth of your idea is also very much dependent on the kind of people you bring in they align with your vision so what kind of challenges that you face in terms of building up a team actually so thankfully uh, you know we i <clears throat> came across people during the journey who became important pillars in the company growth so basically you know my tech folk co-founder tushar my senior management team which includes deepak suraj shivendra paul so sanjeev darshan so all these guys who are part of our this journey our senior management team and my co-founder so i've been blessed enough you know by the almighty to have all of them along and we together build this organization but yes uh you know i think uh, what helped most was the background and the experience and somehow you know we could convince uh you know people to join this and then once you know you get good people you get people better than you in the company the company grows so i feel all of my uh you know senior management team is much better than me and that's the reason you know you see property pistol today where it is right right and that's a dream of any founder that you find people more passionate than you your job actually becomes much more easy because now they've actually try and bring a lot of value in the team that's right so any any quick tip that you would love to share with our listener that while creating a team there are few things that you need to look when you build up this kind of team what i feel is you should have your objectives clear in your life what is it that you are out to achieve your vision your target your overall aspiration should be very very crystal clear to you ki this is what is my ambition to do in my life right. i think that is the first step which we should have our end goal in our mind 
second we should have a pure intent you know if your intent is pure and you have clear heart so i think uh, you know god helps you you will receive help from corners or quarters where you have never even thought about so if you have pure intent it is not just your journey it becomes the journey of a you know the entire positive force right so i think uh, pure intent is a very important thing you should have in your mind and uh, apart from that of course the passion and the risk taking which you need to have so all of that so and you know take very good care of your team you should be uh, very very uh, you know watchful of the uh, you know interest of the team and take very good care of the team so that is very important part Fair. don't cheat anyone yeah. pay your vendors well so whosoever deserves to be paid just ensure you pay them before you take any money home and yes. that i think intent wise if you are clear and if you are clean and pure and you work for the welfare of your stakeholders so i think things becomes easier and your path uh, the difficulties uh, you know gets evaporated that's amazing that you made a very valid point that pay your people well and pay your pay your vendor well and one point you made that pay them before you take the money that's that's very important so in terms of you giver you, you cannot be a taker you cannot be self centric if you are a giver you grow and if you are if you are a uh, you know if you are a self centric person so you can see you know across you can see all around you that people who share they grow and people who you know think about themselves alone they will continue to shrink so that's right. one very and that is one of the values which we have put as a company that's amazing that's amazing so what is the kind of arr you uh, you guys have right now what what do you see in this so arr in terms of our uh, in terms of gross merchandise value we are doing 850 million dollars in the gross merchandise value so today so we are selling last year we sold 5000 plus crore worth of properties so i think that is our current uh, thing and i think in terms of arr it is much more than that but 5000 plus crores we sold last year all right all right that's amazing so uh, we have been already been seeing lot of things that in the startup arena a lot of limelight is towards iit iim people you come from an iit background as well so what's the kind of college and school days you were because a listener would love to understand because they also want to understand how you have actually shaped up your academics over these years so what was your journey about so academically you know i was always into uh, you know good hands if i talk about my school days i was in uh, mathura in convent cbsc school so i was blessed with good teachers particularly you know subjects like maths and also i got teachers who were very dedicated and their their whole objective was to uh, you know clear the concepts of the students and right. i think uh, uh, i would like to definitely you know thank my teachers and i am thankful to them throughout my life then after that uh, you know in 12th also uh, i went to plani in birla higher secondary school so there also the teachers were very dedicated and blessed and i had in my mind that i want to be an engineer so and uh, you know it was clear to me that if i want to do engineering i want to get into the best college in the country 
and i was told the best college at that time was indian institute of technology kanpur so i had my eyes set on indian institute of technology kanpur that i want to do engineering from there and uh, then thankfully i got entered into indian institute of technology in 1997 and i passed out in 2001 with uh, 80% uh, you know grades and uh, during college also i was very active in extracurricular activities i was cultural secretary in the college and uh, i was uh, very uh, i think uh, more than academics in the initial two years i was focusing on cultural activities and events <laughs> and uh, i had a tough time initially the first two years and then i was uh, you know forced to correct do a course correction and take academics seriously and then second third year i pulled off from a 60% grader to 80% grader overall <laughs> so i think that was a very interesting part of my life and after that i joined ibm and uh, since last 14 years i am in real estate 2008 i started real estate and uh, last 14 years have been exciting and uh, taught me a lot as one of the basic needs of today if of a human being is roti kapda makan roti kapda and makan makan is one of the basic needs so working in this sector has been a pretty exciting journey we keep learning every day right it's great to understand and learn that we both actually are ex ibmers because i also i started my journey with ibm in 2008 so it's great to know that we share some common things as well right so uh, i'm sure see uh, being a founder we go through a lot of things and we need support from our people so just want to understand that how what was the kind of family background you have who's there in your family what kind of support system you have from them so again uh, you know god has been very kind to bless me with a great family and my dad has been uh, a judge he has been a legal luminary he's retired now he stays with me and uh, always i've got support of my parents from my early childhood days i've seen independence and they have given me lot of freedom and this has helped boost the confidence and you know they have allowed us to fail and uh, you know we have learned from our own things rather than they preaching and teaching us so they have guided us they have supported us and i think what we are today a large part of it uh, you know we owe to our parents then uh, i got married in 2006 blessed with a, a very caring and nurturing uh, nurturing wife and uh, she has been a pillar of strength and uh, you know whatever i do today we she is strategically part of all the discussions and decisions which i take and uh, she has been a great support always and uh, then i am blessed with two daughters my elder daughter is 14 year old a 10th grader and my younger daughter is 11 year old a 7th grader and uh, we stay in navi mumbai and okay beautiful life is good god is kind that's amazing you made a very excellent point is that your your parents actually allowed you to fail and that's where i think you learn things much faster and that right. that's really amazing the, the way you explained to it being the allowing us to fail that that shows your optimism towards life as well yeah i think uh, you know not every parent or not every wife will allow you to leave a company like ibm and start a 
unknown company you know yeah. takes those type of risks in life in very early days yes. so i think uh, you know i um, neither my wife nor my parents would have ever questioned my decisions would have ever you know tried to dissuade me from what i think is the right thing to do so that way i think uh, that is one of the uh, you know hallmarks and one of the reasons why we should do we could do what we we have done right so that is one important thing and uh, i am really feel thankful and grateful to this support system i have in my life great great so again uh, why not working definitely you have your own way to unwind yourself so what do you do what what's what unwinds you how you reduce your stress levels so first is uh, i am a travel freak i you know find opportunities to travel so so generally um, you know once in a month for sure i'll go out except situations like covid and all but normal scenarios once in a month i will go out whether it is for two days or a even a single day trip but i'll head out you know i'll go to a beach or i'll go to a hill station nearby right and once in a year definitely you know i take a break of you know 5 6 days right. so that is one important uh, thing which i have been doing apart from that on a weekend basis we'll watch a movie for sure and uh, after i go back from work i definitely watch television and news is my favorite thing to watch <laughs> one important thing which i have been doing is uh, i think i've been uh, very consistent and uh, god is kind and uh, i've been very consistent in terms of my physical exercises yoga meditation so all of this has uh, helped uh, a lot and i think people should look at uh, you know incorporating yoga and meditation as a part of their life which i strongly feel helps boost your uh, you know positivity and your energy levels and your focus and your ability to bear the stress so i think it helps a lot particularly things like meditation if you do daily right. it will do wonders in your life that's that's understand and that's in fact i have also started uh putting a lot of effort 3 years back i started running marathons and even i have seen a lot of changes in terms of uh work front because if you are physically really fit it actually reflects in your work front as well you try to have more concentration levels at work and so that's where i think i can relate to that as well so any pro tip that you want to give it to our listeners saying that how meditation has actually helped you in in or what kind of changes that you have seen while you started meditating as well so basically you know what i personally do is there is a practice in yoga which is called yog nidra so it can be done lying down it can be done sitting straight so i practice that on a daily basis and uh, i think it helps clearing your thoughts your mind will not roam around and think negatively or whatever you know things will not disturb you and uh, i think it helps a lot in your focus and particularly i think what it does is it keeps you uh, you will not get disturbed by <laughs> whatever happens around you because you feel uh, you know you are a very small part in this entire uh, universe and whatever happens to you <laughs> doesn't really matter <laughs> right right so that that sinks in deep 
and i yeah. think um, that is one important thing which meditation does to you and i think overall i feel it increases your concentration and your ability to focus at whatever you are doing great great so we have been seeing a lot of hustle culture and the innovation and everything so everyone is talking about digital transformation coming in various industries and uh, we have also seen some kind of an uh, digital transformation has also come in real estate so where do you see technology taking place in real estate and especially the kind of segment you are serving so what the dis disruptions you see technology is going to you know i i am very very uh, gungo about digitalization and technology and i'm very sure that it's going to turn the world upside down and it is doing that and i think you would never have imagined a startup bootstrapped company selling 700 flats in a month right so all of this uh, you know we owe to technology and uh, when you say you source 1 lakh buyer inquiries on a monthly basis from brokers do you think it is possible without technology no it's not so a broker sitting in a remote corner in delhi doing sales in pune or a broker sitting in a panvel or a navi mumbai region doing sales in bangalore so all of that is enabled through technology and right. what we envision in future is you know at some point in time people used to say uh, you know specs cannot be uh, your spectacles cannot be sold online your shoes cannot be sold online but we are very confident that in some point in time not too far in future properties will be sold online right 90% of the entire property transaction will move online and property pistol is a front runner in digitizing the real estate space mm. in terms of sales and marketing so i'm very very uh, you know positive and a strong believer of uh, tech and digitization of business particularly right. real estate uh, you know has seen lot of inefficiencies in the way properties are marketed in the way properties are bought by buyers so there's lot of inefficiencies in the system and after rera there are a lot of professionalism which is getting into it and people like us people like me tushar and our management team are very highly qualified group of people right. plus we have a lot of people from iits and iims doing helping us in strategy so this is a very qualified lot which is going to change the way uh, you know a very important sector like housing functions right, right. housing is one of the biggest transaction a human being does in his or her lifetime Absolutely. and if you buy a jewelry today of worth 10000 type of experience you get and you buy a apartment worth 1 crore at the type of experience you get you see the difference right and uh, if you go and buy a car you 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 get you know if you buy a banking product so there is a way in which people handle you right but in I real know. estate nobody is thinking about buyer nobody is thinking about how do we enhance the buying experience of the buyer so right. property council is doing just that and we are day in day out trying to figure out how do we ease the journey of a real estate buyer right technology is going to change the way this happens for sure correct right. kind of examples that you have shared with us about how, how kind of things that is happening in the uh, automobile industry where you go and buy a car so do you also see that the, now things will start to take change in terms of lot of inception of augmented reality and virtual reality because it's been happening but somehow industry uh, the real in the in industry industry 
where they have started accepting it maybe because of something they they don't use it well but do you see that artificial intelligence along with augmented reality is also part of the industry now 100% all these technologies are basically you know going to help a uh, uh, you know a stakeholder in uh, a lot of ways today a buyer sitting in dubai mm-hmm. has no means to experience a property in bangalore or a right. property in delhi but with ar and vr and the type of roadmap we have to develop technologies we will ensure that buyer sitting in dubai or any part of the country, world will be able to experience and evaluate a property by you know as much as a physical buyer in the local vicinity right so we are doing that what you see is what you get so that's the type of experience we envision to give to our buyers and that's very much a possibility and a reality which is going to happen very soon so we have developed 36 real estate products in house in last 5 years so which is uh, you know a large a part of our journey is around this where we want to give our buyers that type of experience so virtualization of sales is definitely going to happen great and uh, we are uh, you know aggressively moving in that direction right right so while starting up a company you said you left something you you were not sure that what's the kind of uh, future that goes lies and i'm sure now in like 9 years you out outshine a lot of things in initially there was a lot of industry leaders who were giving you a fight of five so do you had any career backup plan that if it doesn't gonna work i'm going to stick to something else as well or you just went all in so backup plan is basically i think uh, what i felt was any point in time if i give a call to my ex managers <laughs> will give me a job at any point in time i have that confidence and my managers have always told me that and when i was leaving ibm you know my managers were uh, you know like you know like every good employee when he or she leaves the right. manager says ki yaar i cannot i am not able to retain you but at any point in time in future if you want to come back my doors are always open to you right so right. that's the type of words which i heard from my managers also so i had that uh, feeling that one is uh, you know you are taking risk and of course those thoughts disturb you but then uh, you know when you realize that i read one uh, quote by if i am not wrong mark twain what he said was 20 years down the line you will feel bad about what you did not do then you will feel happy about what you did yes you feel bad about not taking decisions at the right time right and i i always used to think that you know even if i fail i will not blame myself that i didn't try so i think that notion was very strong and you know it uh, i could overcome my fears and i could overcome my uncertain uncertainty by feeling by getting empowered by this thought that even if i fail i will be relaxed man that i tried yes so i uh, i think that is one important thing and of course backup plan was going back to job and with god's grace uh, and one is uh, you know my as a person i am a very simple person i don't believe in flashy life i have very limited needs i can stay in a very small accommodation and i am sure with the type of background i have 
i can make a living for you know our own self so that was something which i had in mind so we had nothing to lose <laughs> that's where that's where as a founder we also come to understand that yes we always have a black backup plan but we go all in to to say that what decision that we have taken is good for all yes so i was reading somewhere about your 3b uh, concept about buyer builder broker and how you are implementing in the real estate industry so what's that could you just enlighten us on that as well so uh, if you look at demand and supply side of real estate right demand side is of course the buyer buyer is the demand yes and supply side if you look at what is the supply side of real estate supply side is of course one is developer who creates the inventory yes. and another supply side in real estate is the broker who handles the resale and rental inventory in the market right so today within broker community you will find 99% of the market secondary options okay resale and rental options whatever is available in the market 90% of that will be available in the entire broker universe yes. so this is a very important stakeholder in the ecosystem because 50% properties which get sold are new properties and 50% properties which get sold are resale and rental properties right so broker becomes an equal stakeholder in the supply side yes this is a developer mm -hmm. so a builder broker and buyer these are the three b's of real estate mm -hmm. which we are looking to integrate that's great and i was also reading about how you feel about the community because the kind of uh, community that you are creating so you are also creating a platform which is called as a, a more of property pistol syndicate so what's that platform basically syndicate is our engagement platform with the brokers okay so brokers are getting aggregated in this department which we call syndicate syndicate is a concept a group of people joining hands to achieve a common objective that's the meaning of syndicate right right a group of people joining hands coming together to achieve a common objective so the common objective of this uh, aggregation of brokers is to achieve higher business right so that's the objective and with that objective in mind we are integrating the brokers on a digital platform which we call property pistol syndicate it has mobile interface and it's a mobile app just like your swiggy zomato and uber so a broker can open that and get connected with property pistol at a click of a button that's amazing that's and that's where i think you're leveraging the power of community how community is helping you yes. to grow and how you are actually contributing to the community as well so that's that great testimonial section of property pistol on the bottom there are links of testimonial section on propertypistol.com right there you will see a lot of video testimonials and how the builder and broker community is giving you testimonial about the services which property pistol offers that's that's good good so um i'm sure uh, you have like we all have come out of uh, the bruises of covid 19 and i was i was reading somewhere that how the policies of government has actually catalyzing a lot of growth in terms of last a couple of months or six months i would say so what's the kind of target now you are looking for property pistol at next 12 months so for next 12 months and a little ahead of that uh, maybe around 3 years we are looking to onboard at least 1 lakh brokers on our platform wow 
and to grow six times in next three years. That's the vision we have for next three years, the roadmap which we have devised for ourselves. And largely, you know, create a very strong distribution platform for real estate developers where we are able to sell their inventory in a very short time. So that's the type of roadmap which we have for ourselves for the next three years. So onboard one lakh brokers. So I would say, you know, that's the first step which we want to achieve. Right, right. So recently, like you have also been read a lot of places. There are there are messages coming from the uh, big Y Combinator community that hey, recession is coming, slowdown is coming, uh, and make sure you have a good runway for next couple of years as well. So how do you see this kind of messaging and do you see recession is coming this and how how well property pistol is actually uh, uh, taking this forward from now? So if you look at a global perspective and from the macroeconomic perspective, India is the fastest large economies in terms of their growth in terms of the if you compare growth numbers. So India is the fastest growing economy if you compare in the large economies okay i see no reason why this growth will slow down except for external reasons like war escalating into a world war okay yeah. pandemic was a big big blow which india is probably the only economy which we would say has stood out and handled it most efficiently right. our growth is intact we have even, if I talk about property pistols growth in last four years, we have grown 10 times, right? In last four years and out of that two years have been, uh, you know, affected by COVID. Yes. I see no reason why this growth is going to slow. It's going to amplify only keeping in mind the type of infrastructural push which government is giving. You look at the infrastructural developments that the government of India is doing. You look at the initiatives which government has taken. I see no reason why, you know, why we should be afraid about this thing. What, what messaging you are talking about is about capital investment. Right. Okay. Companies who are burning money have to look about, have to think about their runways. Yes. We, we, as a, as a bootstrap company, we do not have a runway for even next three months. And that has been like our history from last nine years. But our runway is intact. I mean, if I talk about our book revenues, our billing cycles and our collection cycles, so our runway is intact for 12 years and it keeps rolling. Right. But if I talk about, you know, you're burning cash right. and then you need a surplus cash in your bank to be able to survive. So that has never been a scenario and that is that does not hold for bootstrapped and profitable ventures. Yes. So with God's grace, we are profitable. Cash flow positive, and uh, I don't see a reason why we should be worried about the uh, you know the lack of capital in the market for fundraise point of view. We are absolutely out of that race, and we are ourselves growing. As I said, last four years we have grown ten times without any external infusion of capital, and that's the type of growth which we envision for next all whatever years we uh, you know we foresee right so this message from why combinators seems to be telling people that become bootstrap and profitable and don't raise money yeah i mean we have to look at profits we have to look at business is all about ensuring that you are able to survive 
you know whatever downturns come whatever external factors hit you so it's all about surviving and businesses who are built on strong fundamentals and uh, built on strong uh, you know uh, philosophies they survive you know the test of time and that is what you know these type of external shocks you know differentiates good and bad businesses right right this this leads to our last question ashish that if you are not solving a problem of real estate industry which industry do you like to start like use your hands or you see your hands come going through my second choice as far as the career was concerned was uh, you know legal field my <laughs> dad has always been a legal uh, luminary he has been a very successful advocate and then he went on to become a judge he has been a very successful judge handling lot of big cases so my always i was very uh, you know passionate about the way the legal system works in india and if i was not not working in real estate problem solving i would have done something in the uh, in the justice space in okay. the legal space legal framework of the country how do we improve justice delivery so i would have been working in that if not real estate and i'm sure with, with the kind of growth you see in property pistol we can also see you trying your hands in next few years over there as well god god knows <laughs> <laughs> so um, i on that my i have my hands full as of now we have a mission we are fully focused on achieving this mission as of now i don't know about the future but definitely given a choice given a chance i would definitely want to contribute in other spheres of life that's that's great so thanks ashish for spending your amazing 40 minutes with us sharing your knowledge about industry and how you are actually using technology to disrupt the industry and leveraging the power of community so this shows that your passion towards contributing towards the real estate industry and we wish you all the best luck that you should achieve your targets every time any two cent that you want to give to a budding entrepreneur or who coming who are coming from a small town or maybe not from an iit background but they don't have such legacy any two cent want to share that with them two points one is be practical okay right. be practical have your feet on the ground don't uh, you know don't let successes blow off your mind okay be be practical and be always have your feet on the ground that's my first advice second advice is work very hard and party very party harder <laughs> that's that's one thing we work hard party harder that's my second advice <laughs> amazing ashish don't forget to work don't forget to party thanks for being with us and i'm sure there will be a plenty of such candid discussion in the future as well my pleasure mayur thanks a lot for uh, you know having me on your show it was a real pleasure thank you thank you ashish yeah thank you bye bye bye